Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres of Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. Where do I begin? Real Madrid loses 3-1 to Atletico Madrid away. First away defeat, first defeat of the season. Something that maybe had been coming up and had been covered up from a few good performance by individuals, by one player, Jude Bellingham. But the performance of Real Madrid on against Atletico Madrid in the derby has left a lot of question marks in total lineups, players, attitudes, things that we need to discuss over the pod and things we need to figure out why these are happening. Um, took a little time, rewatched the game again um, this Monday morning. Um, let's go over three goals by Atletico Madrid, one goal by Real Madrid. Um, and let's just say in the fourth minute, Athletic, uh, Atletico Madrid, uh, Athletic comes down on the left side with Lino. And Lino was made to play like he was Roberto Carlos out there. Uh, he was probably one of the best players on their team at the moment. He played a fantastic game. He was able to get down the line with ease. Uh, cut inside and deliver a great uh, cross with his right foot. Uh, Valverde just watching him getting inside and his uh, right foot, his cross came inside the box in between the 18 and the uh, penalty spot or even further, a little closer. And he's uh, Morata is able to flick it into the far post. Kepa looking. David Alba is not contested. He didn't even realize that he was, Morata was behind him. So very poor, very flat, I'd have to say, on our part in the first goal. And then we get another goal in the 18th minute by Antoine Griezmann. So this is again Lino getting the ball inside uh, the left. Again, uh, unmatched, uncontested, unmarked, uh, able to slip a pass on the left side again to Saul. Saul, the ease of his... uh, with his left foot crosses it um, the only player in the box was Morata and Antoine Griezmann drags in and in between Frank Garcia and David Alaba again Antoine's able to score very very simple very very simple and indeed uncontested by themselves uh, Antoine Griezmann and then that's in the 18th minute and then Tony Cruz delivers a great goal in the 35th minute from a corner. He gets the ball off a rebound, comes back in. He's going to strike it with his left foot on top of the 18. He ha- He's getting closed down, so he flicks it over to his right foot, volleys it, and goal. Tucks it into the uh, near post for him, and uh, all black was able to reach a great strike by him with great power. So we're 2-1. Halftime. Break. And Real Madrid comes into the same way they came in the beginning of the first half. Sleepy, quiet, uncontesting, and practically almost the same play again from the left side of Atletico Madrid, the right side of Real Madrid, Vasquez, and and again, Saul's able to deliver a ball due to Lino driving into the end line to finding that space, and then... Uh, Atletico midfield was able to find uh, Saul on the on the left. He's delivered across again, and in between the center backs, 
and the defenders. Uh, Morata is able to head it again right past Kepa. So 3-1. The game stays. Um, very uneventful game for my liking. A little lack of desire on, on my end. A uh, lot of balls uncontested. A lot of players not. A lot of players ball watching. A lot of things. A lot of possession and a lot of nothing at the end of it all. So, I don't know what Real Madrid were thinking. I don't know what Real Madrid were doing. I Going back to the lineup as seen, Jude Bellingham was playing as a second striker with Rodrigo at a, uh, as the main striker with Luka Modric sitting in the hole. Narrow with Tony Cruz and Valverde on the side, Camavinga the holding. And now I'm starting to realize and starting to create some question marks in this lineup. Um... The game was fully run by Atletico Madrid in their moments, and they were effective. They were able to find out a lot about our fullbacks, which they can't defend. Vasquez and Garcia and Tony Cruz providing help for Garcia. Garcia has enough problems already trying to track somebody behind him. He has speed going forward, but he has no speed chasing anybody back or even defending. Tony Cruz struggles to move around the field at times to play that left-sided, so I don't understand why he would play that side again. And Luka Modric with him together, both of those players cannot be on the on the same field at the same time because there's a lack of intensity to, to close down players in midfield and a lack of intensity to even take the ball away from the other team. Too much ball watching. And then Valverde on one side, I don't know what he was doing, looking so too afraid to put in a tackle. Kamavinga wandering around, not enough in my liking. And our center backs were so uncommunicative they don't seem to be on the same page and Rodrigo looks like he does not want to score or even even attempt to score so I don't know exactly what is happening to to this but we concede early goals and we were able to come back and that was maybe covering up some patches overall with the wins but this loss really highlights what is going on with this team of lack of intensity needing to be um, a goal down to be improved and then here we couldn't even get a goal goal back at all. Uh, just lack of fire. Uh, the lineup has a lot to do with the analysis of my game that I see Atletico Madrid were overpowering, overstrengths, overcoming about with where they, they know best to where to hurt us, which is this lineup is very narrow, so it leaves, a lot exp- it leaves the fullbacks exposed. And if you don't have good defenders back there, you're not going to win this game. Um, man of the match performance for me, I'd give it to Tony Cruz for scoring. Uh, I give it to him. He played fairly well. He wasn't as bad, but I think he's left hanging dry when he's playing on the left side to help Rafael Garcia because he can't help him as he once could have helped any left back or in his years. He's caught the years have caught up. He's more of a better of a holding midfielder, I think, with Kamavinga playing on the left at that point. Now, do I think, um, so I think this is a, the reason why we lost is two parts, I say. The players in this lineup really lacked uh, intensity to fight back, intensity to put in a tackle, intensity to watch the ball too much, too too much of uh, playing overconfidence, thinking that they don't have to do the little things of defending, intensity, tackling, closing down, not giving the opponent enough time to breathe. And we made Lino look like uh, Roberto Carlos out there. We made Molina look out like he was uh, 
the best player in the world and we made Morata look like he was an amazing center forward and Griezmann had all times in the world to figure out where he wanted to put his best passes so tell me where we are lacking and I'll tell you that exactly we are lacking in midfield with strength and do I think it was a great idea to bench Chouameni in this game I really don't think so I think Chouameni should have started I think it's time to bench Frank Garcia put Mendy in to give him give Frank Garcia some pointers on how to defend uh, shore up that defense maybe put in Nacho and right back as well or put David Alaba on left back sturdy up that midfield in that defense sturdy up the middle have one Luca Modric or Tony Cruz take a seat put Chouameni in put Kamavinga back in maybe play a double pivot and we need uh, Joselu in for anybody to play uh, to help give us that focal point I think the lineup was a mistake. I think the subs came on to improve, but I think Real Madrid have struggled with what they are looking to be at this moment. Um, they have a lot a lot of work to do over the week. Their game is coming up on Wednesday, so maybe we can brush this off. But we will struggle against the big teams that can punish us and are fast down the wing, and that's what Atletico Madrid did. They hit us where it hurt the most out wide. And out wide is where we're losing. Um, we're missing Carvajal. But Carvajal has struggled as well defending and getting up the line. His legs have gotten a bit older. So I don't know exactly where we're going with this squad. I do wonder why. I do wonder what's the next move. And the next move for me for Carlo Ancelotti is to figure out why he put this lineup in. Thinking that he can now think uh, Cholo's team. But it, it just backfired on him. And I think playing Jude as the number 10, why why did he change something that was working so well? Josolu needs to be up front with Rodrigo until Vinny comes back. And Chuameni needs to be the starting holding midfielder for the rest of the season, no matter what game he plays. And Tony Cruz or Luca Modric needs to take a seat and Kamavinga will take in that place to cover. Um... And maybe we'll have Danny Savayos coming back as well. And we'll need probably need to move David Alaba to the left or Mendy play or have Nacho play. But that needs to be a makeshift back line right now at the moment. Vasquez, Rudiger, David Alaba, Fran Garcia cannot all four play together. That is impossible. You are asking for trouble. You're asking two fullbacks to never to not know who don't know how to defend, who can't defend and who can't get back to defend. And that's going to cost us. And the partnership with David Alaba and Rudiger is getting worse and worse to my liking. Either put someone sturdier down there as Nacho and put David Alaba to play in the left. Figure I can't see how it doesn't get figured out here at the moment. Um, not happy with this. Not happy with the performance. Not happy with what Real Madrid have done. The standings right now, we're sitting third with 15 points. Uh, Girona sitting second with uh, 16 points. And Barcelona with no losses. One draw has 16 points. So Real have to pick this up and have to get better. Um, match is coming up. Big match coming up for us will be against Las Palmas where we'll be able to regain some confidence, understand where we're headed, and I think Real Madrid can do a lot better and pick up ourselves in that in that moment. I think it'll be so crucial for us to to get back 
into the into the run of games and and really and and really understand that we need to focus on the players that are providing the right future. Expect the, the injury crisis has hit with Vinny down, Carvajal down. The, there It has been in Militao and Courtois, the crisis, but we have to push that to the side. There's a good enough players here to play. I take two part, like I said, two, play, two people have to be blamed. The coaching staff with decision of the lineups and deciding to be a little cute and try to pretend something that's not covered up. Either play with our strength, which put Jude in the middle as the roaming 10, and put a focal point with Josalu. I know he's not a great player, but it provides a lot of help for the, for the players out wide. And strengthen, strengthen the wide midfielders to get around because our fullbacks need help. They're not good enough at the moment. Frank Garcia struggles defending. You can't give somebody, you can't provide him with enough help. Either bench him, put Mendy in, or put David Alaba in, and put Nacho in. That defense needs to be shored up on that left side. And that right side is struggling a lot. And so, Rüdiger does need someone who is solid enough to play that side. So, Nacho can play right back and then provide enough coverage for him in the middle. Ask a lot for the midfielders now. Provide them and have the four players sit back because we will struggle this season with that lineup. Have them force it. They're going to suck us through the middle and they're going to catch us on the counter because we can't catch them back with defend with the defenders we have. Um, it's disappointing to watch. A very, very ugly game for me and, and for what I thought. I didn't think I could see my team play the way they played. No intensity, no lack. They couldn't match, couldn't win second balls. It was a lot asking for these players. Like I said, two parts, two people to blame. It's the players that lined up in this lineup again. They didn't show any effort, any desire to win balls. Second, first, thirds, not even anything. Put a tackle in. They were ball watching half the time. It was just a malaise game. Probably exhausted from maybe Union Berlin. I don't know why. And also... We can't keep conceding early goals. It has to stop. And I don't know why our coach was playing cute and making decisions like this. I, he has won us games and he has also lost us games. So it's something we need to think about uh, where we stand uh, and what are we going to buy over the January if we are even going to go for new players because we are struggling in left back. We're struggling right back. And we're struggling in our center forward line. So we need Vinny back. Vinny Jr.'s key to this team, and I've shown it more and more and emphasized it more. And Chuameni is now even more important that I maybe overlooked him, but now I feel like he has to play every single minute every game this season. Chuameni needs to be back, and Vinny Jr. needs to be back to solidify this team. And we need to resolve the wide areas, midfield, right and left, and left back and right back needs to be resolved. Um, thank you guys. We're going to have part two right now going over the other games over the weekend. Thank you guys. Uh, please stay tuned. Uh, this is commercial break right now. Thanks. Okay, we're back. We had a lot of games this weekend. Friday, we had uh, Stuttgart winning 3-1. We had Athletic Club beating Deportivo Alvas. We had... And then... Saturday was some huge, huge games. We had Milan winning 1-0 versus um, Hellas Verona. We had Bayern Munich winning 7-0 against uh, Barak. 
and that was big, 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 big game for them. Uh, Chupa Moting had a goal, had uh, had the first goal. Harry Kane had a hat trick, and uh, they lead. Sane and Tell all contributed with one goal. Big, big game for uh, Harry Kane to get his confidence back. Dortmund was able to pull out a narrow victory in the 68th minute with Marco Royce winning 1-0 against Wolves for Dortmund. And then we had Man City pulling off a win uh, 2-0, but Rodri was able was the one that got the red card in this game. And... Uh, but Foden and, and Holland were able to get the two early goals in the half. And now, now uh, Rodri will be missing for the next uh, next two to three games. But it will be key for Holland and Foden to continue and contribute. But not enough. And then the upset that I saw that I didn't think was coming. Sosuolo so beating Juventus 4-2 at home. Very, very poor result for Juventus. Barcelona pulling out a comeback win uh, against Celta de Vigo down 2 nothing, and then come back 3-2 at home to win. A big and huge win for Everton. Uh, 3-1 against Brentford. Or they're out of the bottom. They right now, they should be. Let's see the table for them. Everton still at the bottom, still at the bottom, but in 15th place with that win. And now the final bottom three would be the three promoted teams: Luton, Burnley, and Sheffield United, which could only help Everton at the end of it all. And then Man United were able to get a narrow victory, one nil versus uh, Burnley, one nothing. Fernandez gets a goal in the 45th minute, and what United really, really needed. They may be a better team away from home than at home right now at the moment. Um, and then we got Sunday's games. Uh, Inter were able to pull a narrow victory against Empoli. Goal by uh, Di Marco. And then the uh, London Derby. Arsenal versus Tottenham. And two goal, 2-2 two, two draw. Uh, Romeo starts off the game with an own goal. Uh, Spurs defender scores the own goal for Arsenal. And then Sun gets a goal back to equalize at 40, uh, in the 42nd minute. And then Saka converts a penalty in the 54th. But then Son was able to tie it up in the 55th again right back. And where Arsenal will be probably pulling their hair because they had the victory in hand since they give it up so quickly. And it leaves both teams uh, fighting for fourth and fifth place. They're tied, right tied uh, with 14 points each. Wandering. So you have Man City with 18, you have Liverpool with 16, and you have Brighton with third and Tottenham and Arsenal on the bottom. So very interesting way of fighting. And then Xavi Alonso's Bayer Leverkusen on a roll, 4-1 still. And they're still fighting to be top of the table. They're tied with 13 points with Bayern. Nice. That's a good. It's going to be a good battle. And then you got Newcastle, who just rampaged right through Sheffield United. 8-0. Very, very weird, weird game. They had eight different goal scorers at this game. Longstaff scored, Burnstone, Botman, Wilson, Gordon, Almiron, Guimaraes, and Isaac all scored. Impressive by uh, Newcastle, but very unimpressed with what Sheffield United had to offer. Very, very poor. PSG were able to win the El Clasique. Uh, for nothing, uh, goal by Hakimi, Kalawani, and Ramos scored two to finish it off to get those four goals. No goal by uh, Mbappe, 
he was subbed off in the 32nd minute, probably an injury that he was needed. Roma tie Torino 1-1 in the uh, the Roma derby. And then Atletico again, like I said, 1-3-1 against Real Madrid. Disappointing, disappointing. Um, But overall, these are the the games that we saw. Uh, And like I said, guys, it was a great weekend. A lot of games, a lot of goals. But but it's more important that we can all get back to what what we needed to do, figure out if Ramadan can come back from this win. But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast.